Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast. And as per usual, I'm guessing you know the drill by now. I'm going to be kicking the ball over to John Randall and I for a little uh, video games and video games adjacent chit chat in just a little bit here. Uh, kind of talk about some of our anticipation for uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, dig into a little bit of even like the Mario movie, which uh, Randall, his wife and daughter, just watched recently. Uh, and just kind of all sorts of like kind of Mario stuff. Uh, John's been watching the live action uh, adaptation of uh, One Piece over on Netflix. So we kind Kind of all over the map for the uh, chit chat coming up in just a little bit here. And then, uh, you know, as per usual, I got to talk about some of the stuff that I've been playing as of late. Although I will say the main game that I've been playing uh, over the past couple of weeks is Super Mario Brothers Wonder, which uh, Randall and I are going to be digging into our uh, first impressions of that next week. I actually just saw the credits roll uh, earlier today, like pretty much right before sitting down to record this intro here. So I feel like I'm kind of riding a, a high for the most part. I've got, you know, various thoughts on the game, but I will say for the most part, I'm having a blast or had a blast and definitely intend to go back and kind of comb through the various secrets and whatnot and just various things that I missed and try to you know, come as close to 100%ing the game as possible. I don't know if I'll 100% it, but I definitely hope to play some more uh, multiplayer sessions in the future. But yeah, I'll kind of just leave it at that for now because Randall and I are going to dig into that next week and probably on subsequent uh, episodes as well. Uh, but some of the other stuff that I've been playing as of late, I just happened to hop on my Switch the other day and see that they added some more stuff to the uh, Nintendo Switch Online. I feel like a lot of these uh, Save It For The Cast episodes end up just being, being me like firing up some uh, old retro stuff that I haven't really ever played too much of. And uh, yeah, I saw they added some uh, import games once again to the NES uh selection of games so I was like okay let me dig into some of these uh, they actually added Devil World which is kind of a semi well-known NES game uh, it's developed by Shigeru Miyamoto so you know of Mario and Zelda fame so it's kind of like has a little bit of that at least in my mind I'm like okay this must be like a classic and I to the best of my knowledge it never was released in uh, North America and the you know the box art it's the Japanese box art and everything like that so uh or the Famicom box art um, and yeah, I fired that up and I'm actually having a lot of fun with that game. Like got kind of hooked on it. It's, uh, you know, for lack of a better, you know, comparison, it's pretty much like a, t a Pac-Man style game, almost like a top down style, uh, you know, roaming around and collecting all the pellets. But kind of the main difference is that you're in this like little demon world. You almost look like a bubble bobble style character. Uh, and you have to grab these like crucifixes or crosses or whatever. And then once you have those in your hand, you can kind of blast like a fire blast and then. Uh, kill the various ghosts or enemies, although you can't kill every enemy, at least on some of the later stages. There's like kind of this blue devil ghoul gargoyle looking character that you can't seem to kill with your little like flamethrower uh, blast that you can shoot out when you have either a cross or uh, on some of the stages you have to collect like four books. And the kind of twist on Pac-Man is number one, you actually have to collect either one of those books or actually there's no pellets to collect on the book stages or at least not that I've seen. Uh, but on the uh, stages where you're just trying to like collect all the pellets on the board, the first kind of every stage seems like it has like two waves. Like you have the, the cross crucifix stage where you have to collect those and collect all the pellets. And then the second stage is like collect these four pieces of a book and bring them back to like the center location so that you can kind of complete this room. Then you get like a little bonus challenge after that. Uh, but I've really been having fun. Like the main thing, like again, the difference between Pac-Man is like you have to actually collect like the, the cross is almost like acting as your like power pellet or magic pellet, whatever those are called in Pac-Man where it makes it into, it turns into the mode where you can eat the ghosts. This essentially is doing that except you have to collect the cross to be able to eat the pellets and whatnot. Um, and you have to actually like, at first, I was kind of thinking you could just roam around and keep like grabbing crosses and it would reset the timer, or restart it for how long you have, like almost like getting getting another star in Mario or whatever. And it kind of restarts the timer. Uh, and that's actually not the case on this. You kind of have to wait for it to run out and then grab a new one. And then the other twist is that the screen, it's kind of like single screen Pac-Man style, like you can see the whole map, but it also 
Like it's screen wrapping at the same time. And then it's also like moving almost like an elevator. Like the, the playable area keeps like shifting either up, down, left or right. And you kind of have like an arrow on the top of the screen. There's almost like arcade like borders on the side of the screen, if you will, and the top and bottom even. And they're like chains and there's kind of like little, you know, extra demons that are like pulling the chains around and moving the the board and whatnot. And it just adds like a nice little extra twist because you can actually get smushed between the walls on top of, you know, so you're, you're kind of like getting in little moments where you're kind of in a pinch, like, oh, I think I can make it to that cross and back and uh, inevitably end up getting smushed. But I'm really, really having a good time with this one. It's one that I've never played much of other than like maybe firing it up on a emulator real quick just because I was like, oh, it's a Miyamoto game and I've never played it before. But uh, now that it's sitting here on my Switch, I'm like, this is something I could definitely see myself uh, firing up uh, from time to time. And then uh, another game that they added was called, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this pronunciation, but it's called The Mysterious Murasame Castle. Uh, and it's like kind of like a top-down Zelda-style game almost, but it's like way more kind of arena, almost like not quite bullet hell, but it's basically like a top-down, again, Zelda-style you know, combat or whatever. But you do have a little bit of like... Uh, some of those like NES games, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on some of the names of them, but where you're kind of like a top down on the ground run and gun shooter. Um, but it's kind of like a shmup, if you will, or a bullet hell situation. Maybe not quite bullet hell for some of these NES games, but like with how many ninjas and whatnot are popping out of the bushes and on various like screens of this game, um, it does kind of feel a little bit like a bullet hell because I'm just like button mashing like crazy. And this is a game that I believe came out on the Famicom disc system because it has like the square box art and it has like the little like. I don't know what that little like yellow character they have. I love that little character that they have. And like, at least it's on the uh, versus excite bike uh, box art as well, which I actually fired a little bit of that up as well. Uh, Another game that like my cousin had growing up, uh, not versus excite bike, but just regular excite bike. And I was like, you know, I never really actually got good at this game because I would only ever play it. Same with Pac-Man even, uh, because I would just play it at his house and he would be so much better than me. And like the way those two player games work, I actually can't remember how excite bike works, but uh with Pac-Man, it's just kind of like, wait your turn until the other player dies. And then once my cousin would die after like 10 stages of Pac-Man, I'd get one turn die on like the first or second stage and then just watch him play for a bunch more. So never really got better at any of these games. And then, yeah, firing up versus Excite Bike and kind of figuring out. And I think I even talked about Excite Bike 64 a while back, or I know I did. Um, and like kind of that angle, it's, it's interesting how they really kind of like recreated that gameplay in 3d and it's way more in depth than in uh excite bike uh 64 i was gonna say in excite bike 3d but uh yeah with versus excite bike or just regular excite bike it's really kind of fun like now that i know you gotta like kind of angle backwards where you're going up those ramps i always just never understood like how are you supposed to get more speed or uh momentum or whatever but uh but back to the mysterious uh, murasame castle um as i get sidetracked here i just really really am having a blast like exploring this game and especially because it does have those save states uh it does have save uh you know functionality being that it was a famicom disc system game as well uh, and it was released in 1986 so it definitely has some like retro jank but like back to the shoot 'em up style you're like picking up different power-ups even getting like a spread shot uh you do also have like melee attacks you can like ricochet the different like shurikens and various projectiles that enemies throw at you uh you can either like swipe them away with your sword or just like uh fling them back depending on what the uh projectile is although i don't know if they do damage to the enemies actually now that i think about it but uh you can also turn invincible a certain number of times like per life i don't know if you can collect more of those and you just have to like kind of kill enemies and every now and then they drop i thought it was a currency but it's actually kind of like more castlevania style like you're getting uh, refilling your ammo and what whatnot, and I don't know. I'm just really kind of having fun. I've already played like a half hour of this game. Got to like the second stage, I think, maybe the third stage even. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know why I'm having a lot of fun with this one. And just like a, a game that I never even knew existed. So I really do love that they're kind of leaning into some of these more import like weird one-off or I guess a lot of games are one-off releases but yeah I've just been a big fan of the way they've been after kind of a slow period after that first like wave of games they released I feel like they're I mean I'd love to see more there's definitely some classics that are missing on the platform that I'd love to see um but at the same time it's really cool to be able to just fire these up and play them whenever I feel like it and I actually did play a little bit of uh that Ninja Jaja Maru-kun <laughs> I know I'm butchering the pronunciation of that as well uh but that's one that I know got a remake or kind of like a reimagining uh you know or a new entry in the series I guess and it's published by the same uh folks that published the uh Pocky and Rocky and the Wild Guns and the uh, Ninja Saviors games that uh, Randall and I are huge, huge fans of. I don't think it's developed by the same team, uh, but I've been tempted to pick that one up a few times. So when I saw that they added like a new kind of special version of this game, I decided to fire it up again. I've played it one, one or two other times, and it is another one where I'm just like, this one feels a little bit too retro janky to me, and I'm not captivated enough by the gameplay, but I wonder if this new like kind of modernized version of the uh, game or series or whatever would maybe uh, be speaking my language because, uh, you know, it's pretty much like a scrolling, essentially single screen, but there's a little bit of scrolling going on, uh, you know, arcade platformer that is, you know, otherwise should be right up my alley. Um, and then kind of in the same vein as uh, the mysterious Murasame Castle, uh, to just keep saying that wrong, probably. <laughs> um, I've also been playing a little bit of a Xeno Crisis, which I uh, recently picked up on Switch. It's normally a $20 game, uh, and it was on sale for 5 bucks. So I was like, oh, I played a little bit of this on uh, Game Pass, and I maybe mentioned it briefly on the podcast before, but I don't think so. I think I actually just kind of like played a little bit of this on it on Game Pass and, and maybe just talked about it to Randall or something. But I know uh, he mentioned he actually has it on Genesis and on Dreamcast. I don't think I realized that it was a uh, a homebrew game. I definitely didn't know there was a Dreamcast version, but uh, it definitely has some of that Sega energy, but it really has some like, uh, I'd, I'd really like to see it on uh, some of those retro platforms because to me, I really love the pixel art. It, it, to me, almost looks 32-bit, which I guess they could kind of pull off on uh, uh, the Dreamcast, potentially, but not so much on the uh, Genesis. But yeah, I'm really having a pretty good time with this one. I do wish that it had a little more of like a roguelike quality to it. It does have a little bit of procedural generation to the level design, uh, but essentially it's like a top-down arena shooter, uh, you know, octo-directional shooting, and you're just kind of running through the rooms and mowing down enemies. It, uh, it does have two-player couch co-op, which is something that I would really, really be into. But like at the end of each stage, you actually just get to use some of the currency or like the dog tags you collect, and you can uh, purchase new... Um, upgrades for your character like new you know upgrade your speed upgrade your power there's limitations on each uh bar for the two different characters that you can pick but uh it just kind of feels a little bit like there would be a little more interesting if you were leaning into different buffs or power-ups but i do kind of like on the other hand that it does have a little bit of a campaign flavor to it as well it's a game that i know that if like randall and i lived in the same state unfortunately this one doesn't have uh, online co-op but if we live close by I could definitely see us like getting together and ripping through this one. It would have been something that we would have played in the old days. We we're just like, I've oh, got to beat a game every time we hang out. And this would have been perfect for that, especially firing it up on one of his uh, retro versions. But uh, but yeah, I think I've done enough uh, rambling here uh, for the intro. So I think uh, I'll kick things over to John Randall and I for some uh, some more rambling and whatnot after this. But uh, yeah, thanks for uh, tuning in. And until next week, we'll catch you next time and take care.
you need to feed uh, Reej, uh, John? No. I just need her to lie down. <laughs> <laughs> the second she gets comfy on my lap, it'll be fine. But for whatever reason, she's just sitting upright and putting her face on every surface. Do you guys have a uh, Mario Wonder pre-ordered? I'm assuming Randall. Does. I, I know do. Randall does. Actually, we talked about that. Yeah. Do I you, do. John? I'm guessing I do no. not. Are you planning on snagging or not sure yet? I don't know. I've got enough stuff in my queue that I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm asking for like Pikmin 4 to before I even get like into that headspace. Yeah, yeah. So got got a lot on that I'm like looking forward to that's in my mental queue that I don't haven't even purchased yet. So, yeah, no. I know what you mean. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to hopefully being like a little bit of a jolt. Like, I feel like I haven't gotten back into my gaming groove since starting this new job. Like, I've just been kind of, yeah, I got pretty into Pikmin, but I haven't really picked it back up since like getting full tilt into the job either. Oh, yeah. So I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like this is going to be the game because Mario games for whatever reason. I'm just like, boom, here we go. I got to play this start to finish and do everything in it as fast as not as fast as I can because I try to savor it a little but. Ooh, the review scores are looking pretty good. I just poked my head in there to see if any had dropped, and a lot have dropped because the game comes out in two days. I know, I know. I'm like half amused. What the heck? Sometimes like they come a a day early or something if they're Amazon pre-orders or whatever. Holy moly! So I'm like, oh maybe, but (laughs) that's good to hear that they're looking good. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have expected myself to be as excited as I am. Which I'm, I'm, I'm. I would say I'm only like mildly. I'm not like sitting here like going nuts about no. it but i know i'm gonna enjoy the game and it's yes. just like i don't know i'm just pretty pumped but i wasn't expecting like i think i've even said before that i was like oh if they make another new super mario brothers game i don't really care not that it is technically in that series i don't think it has like the new in the in the title <laughs> no, anywhere i don't think so but to, it, it look pretty much looks like isn't you know, it the same art style updated version. yeah it pre- pretty much Kinda. it looks like they've updated it a little bit right and, but it, but yeah it's the same kind of core look and feel to it but i but i don't know if the gameplay will feel the same i know with the for the most part the new super mario brothers games went for that like more original super mario brothers feel to the weightiness and like momentum Mm -hmm. so we'll see if this one feels that way too it kind of looked like it did from what i saw but i don't know it's hard to tell from a couple short clips i tried to watch as little as possible because i knew i knew i wanted it so Mm -hmm. yep Cause yeah, I think we talked about this briefly before, but yeah, they did that whole like Mario Wonder Direct, and I was like, yeah, no thanks, absolutely not. <laughs> like you no know, need. I'm, I'm already like a little bummed that I know that there's an elephant power up. Yep, you know? would have been <laughs> cool. That would have been such a cool surprise, you know. <laughs> but uh, whatever. What can you do? Yeah, it's good timing too. I know uh, Fiona's been super into the mario movie she she wants to watch that most days just because nice. you know it's it's uh it's a kid's movie ultimately so yeah it's good timing she's very mario centric she has a kirby backpack so she's very much just yes tripling down on all that sort of stuff so hell yeah making sure she's the coolest kid in school <laughs> yeah uh, there's a that's a ton of kids with like pikmin or not pikmin uh pokemon uh, backpacks I, I, I wish they had pikmin backpacks no like hey oh pokemon's still cool oh, oh yeah. yeah there's Tons of that, uh, you know, a couple of Mario's, but yeah, a lot of Pokemon for sure. That's cool. Yeah. I'm glad she's all into that stuff. My, yeah, my brother just watched that Mario movie the other day and texted me like, oh, you got to watch it, man. He was like, it's a good time. Yeah, so. it's fine. It's, it, it's fine. <laughs> it, you know, you will, you will know all of the references and that is yeah. something. 
Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's definitely going for that, like, Lego movie approach, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, like, throw a bunch of stuff at the wall, throw a bunch of pop culture references, or yeah. in this case, yeah, Mario Which references is most, or whatever. Most and, movies are pretty much of that formula one way or the other at this point, yeah. Yeah, seriously. I mean, everything's <laughs> like... I, that. The other day, I said, what, what movie were they remaking again? And I was like, well, they're making this again? Like, a third time? Like, what, what the hell was it? Oh my god! It was so. I, I'm not gonna remember it right now because all I can think of Spider Man. That's probably oh, been already oh, more than three. Times. <laughs> god, they've yeah they've done that series three times, and now I've like just expanded upon that. But uh, shoot, I can't think of what it is though. But I was just like, what? Um, oh, Willy Wonka. They're making another oh, Willy yeah. Wonka movie. Sure. With with Timothy Chalamet, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll sure. be a good Willy Wonka. Johnny Depp whatever. again, basically. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah it's just like, they, uh, I it's get just it. so, so dumb. Yeah. Like, make no, something No fresh. original ideas, yep. I know. Like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Marketing rules the land. If you want it to be greenlit, it has to be an IP known by people, regardless of if they have a connotation, you know, with movies of it or not. It's, you know, oh, they're, they're aware of it, therefore greenlight it. Yeah. yeah, I totally forgot. I can't remember where I saw this come up the other day, but like I totally forgot that they made that. Uh, I think it was a TV show. It might have been a movie, but I think it was a TV show. And I think it might even still be going somehow. But the, they made that Twisted Metal show. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. guys remember that? was the that? thing. And I, think I don't either remember some, Either it was just somebody randomly like booting it up and watching it or maybe they like brought it back for another season or something. But I was just like, oh, my God, they made that. They spent like think about how much money got spent and time dedicated to making a twisted metal television program. <laughs> like, that's just <laughs> insane to me. So I, f- I feel like I, I do have to say that uh, I, every anime adapt- live action adaptation has been an absolute shit show. Sure. And just like the yeah. worst possible thing. The One Piece live action anime is surprisingly like decent. Hmm. You, I, I was when I first saw like a screenshot from that, I was like, "There's no way John's gonna watch this." I wasn't going to. I legitimately was not going to. Like, I because yeah. like I've I've been burned too many times. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I've seen a terrible anime adaptation enough times to be like, I'm not even gonna look at this. But I had mm-hmm. like enough people like tell me that I was like, "Hey, why don't you give it a shot? Like, you really like the thing?" And like. I will say if a person who like will never watch anime like watches that and is like, "Eh, this is the only thing I'm going to watch of the series. I'll still be like, you watch the worst version of it. But at the same time, I'm like, you didn't get a bad version of it. Like that's saying something. Yeah. I I was was, just an enjoyable watch for someone who's already a fan of the, you know, the series or whatever. And like it is so simplified because they're trying to do so much in like such a short period of time and like some of the like acting or moments are like really really bad but like it is (laughs) surprising how like straightforward and likable every character is and like how they hit like the main beats of every story i was like yeah that was it like that's all you kind of needed to do you said the thing and you stepped away as soon as like you needed to and 
All right. That's as much as I can ask. <laughs> so they didn't water it down too badly that way then for live ad- adaptation anyway. And like the guy yeah, that the they Western got to play Luffy right. is too, yeah. the most charismatic, like in like puppy of a human being. And I'm like, yep, that's it. You got you, you did the absolute perfect casting for the protagonist. And there's no notes on that. That's really all you need to do is just cast talented, like likable people and Mm -hmm. have them say the lines as written and you're kind of (laughs) done call it a day (laughs) gives it a different spice Mm -hmm. yeah that's cool yeah so like good deal yeah i've been in the adaptive mood or like looking into adaptations of things and enjoying them for what they are and not necessarily for what like thinking oh is this going to be the like canonical version of a thing it's just like ah. That's an interesting take. Yeah. 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 Almost never going to be the canonical version. Like, yeah, uh, absolutely. Very few examples of that. I feel like anyway. Yeah. And even if it is for now, it might not be forever, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. And every medium does a different thing. Like, yes, I I was specifically thinking of like a movie adaptation of something and I can't remember exactly what. I don't know. We've been watching like all the Pride and Prejudice versions. Nice. And, like the mini mini series, I think is the best version. I mean, oh, I have, and I did get around to watching that. that, that you did? Yes. Yeah. Whatever. I, no, what did you uh, think? Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. So good. At the um, end of like, wait, I thought like Mr. Billingsley was going to be like an asshole and leave everybody high and dry, but it was a happy ending. It, yeah. <laughs> and, and Tina's like, yeah, things can have happy endings sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, really? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Not in the media I consume. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's always a double or triple cross that happens or something, right? And you know, there's got to be some sort of like trauma and sadness built in and somebody getting screwed over at least. Well, there, there is for Kitty. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's not, let's not <laughs> gloss over the fact that, yeah, she kind of ends up with a uh, sexual predator as yeah, a husband. Yeah, but he's rich. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's gross, but he has mm-hmm. a lot of money. <laughs> oh man. Hey, that's life, I guess, man. Yep. yep. And she seems sadly, blissfully sadly. unaware, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. It worked out, I yep. guess. Worked it was good, for... though. I liked it. It, it was oh. and it was like the perfect length, like six episodes or whatever of, you know, like, yeah, it yeah. was good. I, I, I'm I very think impressed. that's a great like yeah. length of for an, like a, a mini series is my ideal. Because yeah. it's a little bit longer than a movie. Yeah. You let things breathe and characters develop, but yes. it's not like three seasons of a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can take Even, three uh, seasons, but yeah, sometimes it's just drawn out for the sake of it, and that's mm-hmm. not necessary either. Mario's as we all know yep it's it's up there as my number one to be honest <laughs> like either that or galaxy like it's it's between those two for sure what about Mario I World I don't know which one I'm talking 3D 3D oh, okay 
I thought we were talking. I thought it's just like totally separate. Yeah. 3D and 2D Mario are two two totally separate genres, as we also know. Yeah, that is <laughs> that are. is kind of fair. Yeah. Yeah. Not not actually, but I mean I just feel like it's there's They're so very many, different. Yeah, and it's like I gotta have I can't just have one favorite Mario game, so that's like a cheap way to have at least two favorite Mario games. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it would it's still it would be a pretty hard coin toss for me between Galaxy and 3d land i don't know which one I don't yeah know. i i agree Galaxy with that. was a little more memorable and of like a first experience anyways like i really loved i know not everyone loves that hub overworld situation but yeah that took me right back to like the mario 64 days and all the best ways sure and I, I loved that experience but and and i i and i'm usually someone that kind of leans more towards the other t- like oh just pick a level and dive in and that's more my style but when they went for that with two i was kind of like eh it just doesn't feel as cool when you're just like a floating Mario head going around, you know. Yeah, felt, that felt map had something at least. like to leave left to be desired. Like, yeah, and they basically, you know, they like basically did the same thing with the 3D land games, or at least, yeah, because 3D yeah. world kind of had more of like a 2D top down kind of style right. map, if I recall correctly. Yeah, but, 3D but it was linear. Land, 3D land was just kind of like straight up. You're just going level to level and there'd just be like a diorama, like spinning in the background 3D style, like with, a you know, a few things that were in the level in the background kind of get. I, I didn't mind that at all. But for whatever reason, playing it on. Yeah, but I also didn't mind it in like 3D world, like 3D world. I liked that overworld. Map, oh, I like that more system too. Galaxy yeah. two. Like, yeah, yeah. It just felt like a step backwards for whatever reason from galaxy to galaxy Two, because like new super mario bros had the same thing like it was the mario 3 map like overworld they really i feel like they kind of went all out with that uh new super mario brothers u version i feel like that was like the coolest overworld map like that kind of took me back to like super mario world playing that game i didn't like the game as much as some of the other new super mario brothers games but I'm curious how this Super Mario uh, Wonder is going to stack up mm-hmm. coming I've, in the mail on Friday. So, yeah, I've not played a new Super Mario Bros in that ser- series, as you would say. Okay. Hi, oh, really? Ready. You've never played any of those? Just the one, just the very first one. And then Dang. I never played any of the sequels. So, like, um, I'd be interested. I thought you yeah. was really good. I, I think uh, to me of those, I'd probably put of the new Super Mario Brothers games. I'd probably say you is my favorite and two is my least favorite. I would agree with two is my least favorite. I would just say that we is actually my we is really for good. Whatever reason. Yeah, I, I love Wii's that great. penguin suit. And I think they they use it as well. in in other games after that, too. But yeah, the thing that I liked about the Wii one the most is I just feel like they did the best job of like at least for me, like going for that extra challenge with a Mario game. Cause like, if yeah. you're just coasting through the levels, it's a little bit easier, but I thought like the three coins on every stage were just like, those were such a fun challenge to go after. Um, oh yeah. And I don't know. I, that was just like, and all the other ones, I felt like they were more like, Oh, they just had to, they're hidden in invisible walls and a little more like, I was going to say, I thought that was like the around. prime example of your complaint for like collectibles. This was just, no, 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 I love when it's just like, oh, here's uh just a more challenging, you know, they but these were, yeah, in Mario, in the Wii version, at least what I remember, there's like one specific one that I remember that was like on this ice level where you had to like slide as Penguin Mario yeah. and like get on that lower layer before they started melt. There was like a fire hammer bro or something like that, that was like throwing and melting some of the tiles. So you had to like get there before and like, I don't know, it just, it felt like 
there were more of them that were placed where it's like, oh, I can see it and I know what I need to do. I just need to execute. Whereas yeah. like in some of the later ones, it's just like, oh, slide, slide against every single wall in the ghost house until you find the invisible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just kind of annoying. But Yoshi's um, Island style. We just keep yeah, exactly. moving my microphone away from. <laughs> oh, my God. What a... Philbin. Philbin. You got a Game Boy sweater on. Look at that. That's I'm nice. rocking it. I know. I was feeling a little Ooh. chilly, and I was like, you know what? Rocking the hoodie open zipped is not doing it for me. And yeah. I just kind of don't like the feeling of a hoodie zipped up, so I was like, I got to wear the pullover. Yeah. 